Co-host, Auntie Mimi. And Sola T. And together we are Ghetto and Godly. Woo! Hey. <laughs> Season three. Three. Yep. Did you have to think about I it? I did. I did for a hot <laughs> little second. And make sure you guys can catch us every Monday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Hot Snow 2.5. And make sure you're following us on Instagram at Ghetto and Godly for all the latest and greatest information. But well, welcome to Season 3. Hey, Treyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Season 3, as you guys know, last season we were talking about She Got Her Own. So it was all about women's empowerment. And this, this season we're mixing it up a bit. Mimi and I wanted to go back to to what kind of relates to everybody, which is music. And so yes. we season three is titled On Repeat, the Ghetto and Godly playlist. So this is actually a cool concept what we're doing here. Um, so we're gonna get our Spotify on deck for those non-Android, I mean yes. Apple Music users. So, you know, <laughs> right Keep now up. we have a live Apple Music playlist that's just gonna have one song in it this week. But each week we're gonna add a song to that. Mm-hmm. So each week our conversation is gonna revolve around you know something that sparks us from one of our favorite jams, one of them hits Mama was playing, or maybe oh, something okay. we bumped to. Whatever it is, it's gonna be a, a good playlist. So make sure y'all. Keep it locked and stay tuned. And um, we also have some dope guests lined up for the season. So, hey, Miss you know, Riley. Hey, Miss hey, oh. Riley. <laughs> She's a hey. <laughs> Say hello to the people. Hello, everyone. I am Riley, the owner of Alter Ego Boutique here in Las Vegas. All right. And I came to join my girls tonight. Yes. Right. The Alter Ego. Here. I'm telling yes. y'all, we had a sipping shop a few weeks last month. It was live. It was, it was It was live. It was a good time. And we got one coming up. So we're going we gonna to talk about that a little bit later. Yes. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but... We just want to also take a moment because of season three, we wanted to, you know, take a moment to really shout out, you know, shout out to y'all, the congregation. All right. That's been rocking with us since season one. That's when we were, we were still a podcast. podcast right. right. Just, and I now, was trying to get 
and pay for studio time. And <laughs> Stressed out. Stress. How are we going to Kitchen table talk. Together? We went through so, oh my God, this journey mm, has been crazy. Bless. Um, but thank y'all for rocking with us in season one of our podcast. And this is our second season on radio. So we are so grateful yeah, for y'all. Yeah, just, shout out to the Hot 702.5 fam. Yes, because th- yes. this has just been such a blessing and such a great experience, I think. Um, I just look forward to us to continue to grow and, and you know, do what we do. Be ghetto and godly. In the most ghetto and godly way, yes. So for those who are new to the show, welcome. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, say, say hello. Say hello to your neighbor. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really, ghetto and godly is a, it's a, a space of balance. It's a weekly time for you to acknowledge and feed your spirituality while acknowledging the lessons of where you come from, even if that ain't always cute. Mm-hmm. We gonna give, we, it's a balanced experience. So you're going to yes. hear us talk about some empowering things. You're going to hear us be petty too. Yes. And I think that's what it's really about. And it's not about something that's rooted in religion because we do believe, you know, everybody has their different beliefs, but it is a, a spiritual connection that we all have. Um, and that we like to acknowledge through, you know, like our conversation through various topics. So today, as Mimi mentioned, what are we talking about Mimi? We are talking about this is for us. You know this risky radio. You know you can cuss, right? <laughs> I did. I did just bleep myself. Listen, we took some time. Well, we took last week off. Sola's been gone. She left us I didn't to leave, travel y'all. the I, world. Okay. I just went on a, a couple. Couple. I went across the pond. Don't say a couple. You went to a couple countries, a couple cities. A few. Yeah. A few. Yeah. <laughs> Don't leave us. Right. But uh, we're talking about. Um, manifesting our vision. Yeah. I think, yes. you know, one thing about Solange's song, you know, for us, by us, or FUBU, is it, it just really makes you feel like create whatever it is that you want to see. And I think that's easier said than done. So a lot of mm-hmm. our conversation is going to talk about the nitty gritty of like, okay, I thought I was going to do this, but it actually mm-hmm. turned out to be this. And how mm-hmm. was I able to mm-hmm. stay motivated through that process? Mm-hmm. How was I able to, to navigate not be distracted? Or how the hell did I break down in that process? Right. <laughs> so let's talk about that. So um, as we mentioned, we have the, the boss lady, Riley in the house Hi, from Alter Ego Boutique. <laughs> Make sure you're following her, um, you know, on Instagram. What's your, I love your Instagram name. It's, um, um, such a doll Riley. Yes, such but it's not doll. spelled like it's not spelled the regular way. So mm. doll is D A W L. Okay. And then Riley girl. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And, and how do they doll. how do they get to your shop? Because I'm I'm telling you, she got some hidden pieces. So yes. if you if you are in the Las Vegas area, please make sure you stop by your shop. Um, it's across from like the Apple Mac store. Yeah, well, we are right across from um, Apple mm-hmm. and right beside California Pizza Kitchen. So those are our major landmarks okay. in Town Square. Okay, and then otherwise you can get online and shop. Y'all know, like a good online shop at w, you know www.shopaego.com. Mimi always makes fun of me for saying a www. I know you don't have to type it no more, but it's still fun to say. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not. Well, it makes it the website. You know what I mean? It's the way if I just say shop.com, like, it just don't sound like the. Like, www, www sounds so windy. I still say it too, so. Okay. It sounds windy. I'm, I'm going to give you a hard time. Just like you so a hard time. Well, but, Riley, we want to know some more about you. So, tell, I know people, she tried to, she tell your people who, the, who you be, okay? Okay. Well, you know, I'm just a little Oakland girl. Um. Born and raised in Oakland, California, moved to Vegas in 2009, came here, saw it was definitely um, a market for what I love, my passion, um, which is styling. Um, I do literally every part of the fashion she industry does, from just whip it, <laughs> from okay, modeling, little, little Cinderella does. What a girl magic from, at? Just started <laughs> in modeling. 
styling, um, did makeup for years, which I love and still one of my great passions. And then, of course, styling my divas, having all these ladies fly in Vegas. Yes. And so, you know. When they and what sizes visit. do you cater to? Because that's one thing that the first time I went into the shop, I was like, oh, I love this. Oh, we have a wide range. So we go from small all the way up to our queen size, which is um, 3X, sometimes 4X. Okay. So we have a wide range of our divas covered. Okay. Everybody's covered. Mm-hmm. All right. So something that we do that's, you know, just a part of the Ghetto and Godly experience is you come in and we all going to share a Ghetto and Godly moment of the week. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll give you a break to give, give you a couple minutes to ponder on your Ghetto and Godly okay. moment. <laughs> um, but really, that's just a moment where you just kind of felt the spirituality or one of the moments where it was about to get real and mm, you really? might have <laughs> took a shoe off like Cardi and maybe you put it back on. I don't know. Messy Monday is coming. A messy Mondays with Mimi is coming yes, up in just a few moments that. here. But um, Mimi, what's your Ghetto and Godly moment Ooh, of the week? Oh, I knew he was going to do that you know what <laughs> ghetto and godly i'm living this ghetto and godly here life okay okay and everything i do was ghetto and godly <laughs> <laughs> that that doesn't count that definitely does everything not count. let me think about it so much has been going on in this here life while you travel in the country i'm going through life okay, okay. <laughs> life is real this way so let it's me real. let me think about that <laughs> Well, Riley, do you have your ghetto and godly oh. moment? If not, I can I can share you go mine. First, um, so I'll, my I'll ghetto and godly together. moment, um, I guess yeah, I, I, I can share it now. So uh, one thing I wanted to share with you guys a bit of just kind of my experiences traveling. So I've over the last couple of weeks I went to Afropunk in Brooklyn, New York. Hey. Okay. I just got back from what I call a cousincation. Me and my cousin went yes, to Europe. Cousin. Nice. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my cousin Brittany. Cousin um, Brittany. And we went to, to Paris, uh, France for three days. We went to Barcelona, Spain for three days and we went to London uh, in the UK for three days. And so I think the, the the praises that I need to give to God for getting me back to the US are, are definitely in order because uh, we definitely almost missed our flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, just on some, just like on, and it's, it's weird because both it on of some us, CP time shit? Or? It, it, it was on us, no, because we're in, we're both, we've been early to all, <laughs> <Okay>. all the <laughs> airports. But for some reason, we thought our flight was leaving at 2.30. And I think it, I, I just, somehow we both thought it was at 2.30. It was mm-hmm. actually at 1.30. Oh. And we were in, we got into mm-hmm. the Uber at 11. Which we, we should have been earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, it wasn't even, we didn't even realize the, the flight was earlier mm-hmm. until the uber driver like took us around the city mm-hmm. like he it added 20 minutes like he missed oh, wow. the turn and it added 20 minutes to the to the trip and we were like wait a minute Mm-mm. and then i'm looking like well hold on well cousin let's just double check the time to see what's going on and then i when i look it says 1 30 we oh, got no. to the airport and your flight was leaving at two no, it was leaving at one thirty. We thought it was leaving at two thirty, so we yes. thought we were early. We thought we was we was a little nervous about getting there, like right at two hours. So we're sitting here like, "What's going on?" Then he just taking his time. I'm like, "Well, this map say, um, <laughs> excuse me, Turn can this you?" Way. So I don't know what God was protecting us from on that quicker mm-hmm. route because that's what we Absolutely. just had to, you know, come back and say, you know, God, we we missed something we were supposed to miss, and right. you know, we 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 praise Him for that protection, um, him or her, because you know I don't want to sign gender, but um, anywho, <laughs> so we get in there and we're running like I'm running, y'all, I ain't ran in years. <laughs> you was a, you was um. Flo Joe and that bitch. Flo Joe. <laughs> so we get, I'm like, well, let me just try to get at the, the, my bag, my ticket. The ticket won't print out, but the bag is tagged there. So I go up to the line, like, I'm so, so sorry. Can you please, like, can we please? She's like, I can't make you no promises, <laughs> but let me see what I can do. We go up to the poll. I start to check in. I don't have no problem. My cousin starts to check in and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. The gate is closed. Like they've closed. Oh, I got a trick for the that. Thing. And I was like, 
Oh, please share. Um, please, no, we got to go home. Because <laughs> in the process of us being in the car, I'm looking up the flights like, okay, well, if we miss it tomorrow, let's see. But the, the ticket one way home is more expensive than our ticket. It's a, it's a grand. Mm. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, Lord. So somehow the lady, the phone rings. It was one of them, like, got, the phone rings. And she like, oh, the two ladies in front of us? Okay. They opened the gate back up for mm. y'all. Yeah. We go mm. through security. Y'all, in security, you know how they pulled a special check? Mm. Yeah. Ten people in a row, including me and, and Brittany, have mm. to get our bags double-checked. And we already late. Mm. So Brittany gets her bag checked. I'm like, just go, cousin. Just go. <laughs> we sitting at the, the checkout. And uh, I'm... This lady, she asked me about my skincare products. I'm like, <laughs> man, like, I really not the like, time. I'm just okay. like, I'm about to miss. So y'all, she finished. I ain't never ran so fast in my. I ran through the whole Gatwick London Airport. Mm. I look up. Finally, when I just like look up, I see a sign, and the sign says gate closes at one ten. I look at my clock, and it is one ten. Mm. And I was like, you got to keep running. Mm-hmm. I get to the gate at one eleven, mm. and they let me on that plane. So mm. all praises be, all praises be. But that was one of them moments where instead of me getting outrageous, I just had to and use panicking. the sweet ghetto. You know, right. the sweet. Please, thank you. Right, yes. right. Please and thank you. No, we won't do it again. Okay. <laughs> so my ghetto and godly moment was long enough to make up for y'all. So yes. that is me all the yeah. time. Appreciate it. Running late, but I learned this. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Okay, you know they cannot leave anybody that's in a wheelchair. So grab a wheelchair real quick. I will run up and pay somebody. Get me to the front. Here go twenty dollars. I need you to get me to the gate. Oh, I'd have been running through the airport. I mean, late. I was supposed. I think I was going to like Texas or something, and I was so late. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And it was like Mm. four in the morning. My flight leaving like six, but we were running. It was late. We were running. Really late. So I grab mean, a wheelchair. I grabbed, I, listen, well, don't take it from the people you. that may need them. Um, if it's a line, then you might just have to miss your flight. I was late. I mean, it was like six in the morning, so don't so nobody judge me, okay? <laughs> I paid them people, and I put a little extra lunch for right. yeah, me. I, like, I, I only kind of paid up to like $100 I, before. I, I paid them people. Look at the airport. I'm always late. I don't have no invoices, okay? They was paid, and they had a little lunch. They had some lunch. They wasn't mad. Like, I, I need this $100. I know, that's right. We right. gladly push you. <laughs> they can't leave. They cannot leave you. That's, but I ain't taking away from nobody, Grandma. Right. Right. <laughs> grandma, hop on my lap, Nana. We Come on, we're going we go to the same gate anyway. <laughs> she was late, gate. too. <laughs> All right, well, let's hop into Messy Mondays. What, you, what Messy got for us this week? Y'all know we got to talk about Nicki Minaj oh, and Cardi goodness. B. And this lump sis got on her head in this New York Fashion Week that scuffle. That one from the fight, though. That, like, we know not, it wasn't from the fight, right. but I still, I, I, it's it was funny. It a hell of a lump, though. That lump is funny. It wasn't from the fight? No, I don't think it was like from somebody hitting her. I think it was probably oh, from no, the I think scuffle. I heard the she shuffle. got like an elbow or whatever. Yeah, by, just like a shuffle. By Nikki's security or... Maybe the knot came from Riley, big ass. <laughs> Who knows? Because that's a oh, big well. girl. <laughs> what, what's your take on it, Riley? You know, we've seen Ra. <laughs> <laughs> I said, a few people. Ra's right? hands is verified. Ra with the blue check, okay? Absolutely. Like, you know, she, she with the business for sure, and I respect it. But, you know, you kind of go back to, you know, Ra was... Remy friend, so I, I it's kind of hard for me to. But do you think jump ships? Do you think Cardi was out of line for taking off her shoe and throwing it at her? Cardi girl? with the business, and when you out and you talking about, you got to be with the business. Cardi from the Bronx, okay? Like we gotta understand that sis is from the Bronx, right? However, you're on a whole nother level, level, true, true, and but you haven't been there long. 
So you know, she ain't still kind of like. So she really don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. So we can say that. Right. She's yeah. new. She's new. But you know Nicki Minaj don't want to fight you. She know Nicki Minaj don't want to fight you. I think that's the thing smoke. of it all. It's like, I think there's a there's intimidation factors that you can use. I, I, I understand it. I understand it. Do I think, was I proud of that moment for her? No. 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 Yeah. Did I understand it? No, I don't think anybody it? was, but you know I know, like, But I get it. I get what you're doing because, I, you know, there's a lot about Nicki Minaj that I've just... I really been disappointed in, like mm-hmm. in, in terms of kind of how she shows up and shows out. And I, I do believe that there is something about a woman who can state that they bad, and you know. But I, I just don't feel like that always has to be that at the expense of somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. You right, know what right. I mean? I feel like I've never. It's been rare from her that I get like I'm great, I'm the greatest without having to be like, well, make sure you're looking at this person's flaw so you see that I'm right, great. Right. I got and that's the part you that, and that's the part right. that makes me like understand Cardi too because like it's only it's so, much. so much it's only so much you can take it's, and then you so gotta much. think she talked about her whole pregnancy the whole thing and Cardi's a Libra okay oh, we're not going we, oh, she God. and Libra so we I know y'all feel, unbalanced I feel her. <laughs> we know what y'all. I mean we love y'all <laughs> Y'all be talking about the balance. We, she said we the balance. <laughs> you know you can't tell me because what it my is, mama, daddy, you know grandma. what it is. They, oh, really? oh, they so all, you know, they're you all know. seeking okay. balance. I think is what. Yeah, it is. yeah, they're seeking when balance. You're Absolutely. Seeking, when you're all seeking balance, then, <laughs> and of just, course, there's, you can't be balanced I, all the time. We understand. We understand. <laughs> Just that picture of her walking out. That lump. That lump. <laughs> That's all I seen was that damn lump. And I said, you look like it is what it is. But you all can right. tell she's pissed. Mm-hmm. You can Absolutely. tell she's pissed. Because you know she wanted to put them hands on her. She right. wanted to definitely put them paws on her, okay? Put them she paws mad. on She's mad because she didn't. And you know, I, I'm not a person that do. condone. Like, I don't, I'm not an advocate for violence. I'm just, you know, my, my heart is nonviolence. But I understand it. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. Right. I get it. I, I don't operate the same way. But that would just be a very frustrating experience consistently to have somebody just at you. For, just talking. And it don't matter. The person, it does, just like we're saying, it doesn't matter what, you know. What venue they're what Cardi, in. Or not even just like what Cardi B feels that Nicki's saying, but like, why does, well, it doesn't matter what Nicki Minaj feels. Like, it's just, it right. all, it's all just sad. Hmm. It's all just sad. And I think we could just work on our artistry and let that speak for itself. Well, it's, I feel like it's no different from, you know, any of the men feeling like one's a threat to the, you know, one's a threat to the other, but. But at the end of the day, it, Drake and Meek women. was on that stage together. That was, yes. That was a big deal. We ain't see them the throw no balls. Okay, okay with no right. shoes thrown. It was. But I understand. It is a double standard. And I think I just, I, I don't condone it either way. Because it can, like, I was watching an interview with Remy Ma. Like, it can really, really lead to some real some shit. Some real yeah, shit. Yeah, And, As like, that's has. why we gotta. Especially if, if the people in your background, you know, yeah. who got your back with the yeah. business. They, yeah. they with the, with they the business. And because, see, you gotta remember, like, you in the forefront, you know. So, you know, it's all soft and nice. Like me, I'm in the forefront. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the back, yep. you know, they ain't got no understanding about you. That's what you hear me. <laughs> <Goons>. <laughs> they don't. They're not gonna have no understanding. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that's why know. it was interesting to see it unfold the way it was, because it was almost like, dang, Cardi, we ain't had nobody back in the back. Where's Hennessy? Okay, right. <laughs> right. Where, Where's Hennessy? Okay, Where? she can fold them blows for you. <laughs> but you know, she was cousin like, maybe Hennessy trying to get her clothes. She, she trying is. To, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. trying to come out. Sis trying to do it. On. Sis doing it. Okay. Well, Sis could take the L. <laughs> She could take the L, <laughs> She though, could take it. You know, because Cardi going to get it right back on. Exactly. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about Serena Williams being accused of cheating. And... They need to leave Riri alone. <laughs> Riri. Whoa. Riri. <laughs> Riri. Oh, Y'all seen like... the beta? Quay Quay. Y'all seen her little baby baby doll? <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. Y'all ain't seen that little Who? baby? So her daughter has this baby doll named Quay Quay. Serena Williams? Yeah. Oh, you ain't seen God. it? I didn't no, see that. Okay, well... 
Serena. <laughs> Serena, sis. Okay, so she let the empire know that he's not going to disrespect her, but she was fine for being accused of taking hints or instructions from her coach or something. So but she, she had lost. She did lose with grace, though. Yeah. But I, and I, shout I, I out, just find it. To, I just to Naomi. Yeah. I just find it funny that when a woman is vocal, a black mm-hmm. woman when she's speaking right. her mind and how because nothing about it, it was disrespectful or out of line. You, they have to label her as angry. Uh-huh. Like that. That makes that frustrates yeah. me. Yep. Like she why? didn't. She didn't seem a, like it. Just seemed like she was gonna say no. Right. But no, that's not right. It was direct. Yeah. So as soon as we're direct, we're we're angry, and this Australian newspaper depicts her as some mm-hmm. caricature, like we in Jim Crow times, and yeah, that was a mess. We Naomi to... got blonde hair and looks white, and it... she's Haitian and Japanese. And they had to, they had Serena looking big as hell. I was like, what is this little image? <laughs> oh my God. Just a disgrace. Mm-mm. And then last, we're gonna finish off with uh, Meek Mill and Drake uniting on stage. That was definitely for the culture. So I'm proud of that moment. I was a little sad though. You know why? Because I went to the Drake and Migos concert. And Meek didn't come out? No. Oh. <laughs> Shiggy didn't come out. You know who came out? Who? Tory Lanez. Oh. What is hairline or no? Was it missing? Oh. oh. <laughs> Yo. A little messy on Monday. I am. No, I was a little, I was like, he was like, yeah, I got some guests for y'all. So I'm like, oh shoot. And then Tory Lanez came out. I was like, oh, okay. Was that he, where, where was that? Uh, at Madison Square Garden, oh, of God. all places, I was oh, wow. very you would think disappointed. You brought the heat there, right? That's what I'm yeah. saying. And then he brought Shiggy out, I think, because he was in Madison Square Garden for like six nights, or it was uh, something, or two nights. It was oh, something. Damn. It was at least it was oh, multiple he sold nights. Out. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. Shout but the show Drake. was awesome. Shout out to Drake because yes. I, I've seen clips of that show, and that show looked hella dope. Is he coming? The here? little screen thing he that he comes out, LA, oh, and the Lambo. I thought he was coming here. I think he's coming here. He's coming here? In October. Oh, okay. I think so. So, so much I know. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all know I love me <laughs> some music. I'm not a fan of live, anyone, so. I lived my whole life. It's, it's, a, it's a lot for me to, like, go to a concert and see somebody. Same. Same. I have to really be like, oh. Yeah. I'm a fan. Right. I have to like, be like, Yeah. Feel it. Well. To wrap up our messiness, what's the national day today? Maybe. Today is National Fried Rice Day. Are you trying fried rice? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. I had fried rice last night. Y'all know who got some bomb fried rice in Las Vegas? Who? Soul Food Young. Yes, That's that my fried rice. That fried rice is fire yeah. because they make some light skin ass fried rice out well, see, here in Nevada, that's and that what fried I was rice get has to. got the dark. That's that good, good. Well. Being from Cali, you know, like the best places were like the little Chinese food, hole in the wall mm-hmm. spots. Like mm-hmm. it was bomb. So when I came here, I was like, oh yeah, Chinese food. No, everything bad. is Thai, which I love Thai food too. But it was it just took you to get mm. you know adjusted to yeah. it because you were like you were expecting to fall in the hole in the wall and it'd be right. great, and you're like, no. They hate my fried rice order because it's very very specific. Like fry it dark, uh-uh. spicy number eight. <laughs> No peas and carrots. I don't like, like that peas and carrots. Not a piece for the flavor. I want the little bean sprout in the onion. Yeah. <laughs> in the <laughs> onion. And a little fried egg. Mm, maybe a little extra, green onion. Extra egg. Yeah, maybe yes. a little good. You okay. don't need to give me no yeah. extra, though. I don't need I no extra, extra egg. I love egg. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, now that we've had some chuckles and luckles, <laughs> let's get into this ghetto and godly conversation. So, um, you know, we're talking about manifesting your vision and kind of what that what that looks like so before we talk about vision and what that is i think we need to take a step back and you know talk about what do you feel is your purpose okay 
Um, well, for me, um, just inspiring people every day, I feel like is a big purpose for me. Um, mm-hmm. In whatever I do, mm. you know, whether it's just from the way I live my life, from whether it's just styling people, um, making them feel good on the inside, whether it's a post I post, whatever it is to just inspire people to be great, do better, and realize that everybody has flaws. Yeah. You know, I feel like people get so caught up in social media mm. and they're like, mm. oh, everybody's life's great. And I'm like, no, I cry a lot. Mm. <laughs> mm. I cry a lot. And then I joke about, I cry a lot, like, you know, like mm. a winner on the inside, mm-hmm. but then I go home and I cry a lot, <laughs> so, you know, and it's, every day is not going to be easy, but just to, um, be inspired, to move forward, to keep going. Um, that's, that's just a great purpose for me every day. That's dope. Okay. Mimi, what's your purpose? Mm. I feel like I'm just now scratching the surface of my purpose. I feel like ghetto and godly is my purpose. And this is a vehicle that's going to take me multiple places mm-hmm. and touch people. I feel like touching people in like, like an, in a comedic way, right. like I can't be serious to save my life, but <laughs> can't even, not, not even that I, moment. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm here to inspire somebody. Like, is it always going to be in the format or the way that is, conventional no but i'm here to inspire and just touch people yeah for me my purpose is definitely to uh, build confidence Mm -hmm. in others most specifically in black women so like that's been something that i've been very passionate about for a long time and i think everything in my life has actually navigated to those spaces um and it has just been another way another tool for me to to live through that purpose so that's definitely something that is is my purpose on being on this i think and i'm and i'm very proud that you know i've just it, with this travel i've thought of, i've done a lot of reflection right um when you got a 10-hour flight mm-hmm. <laughs> you think a lot about what's going on and that's what i thought a lot about is like just how blessed i was to be living and walking and waking up in my papers every day mm-hmm. and in a space where i'm no longer i don't know if i was ever apologetic i was hesitant i think to say mm-hmm. that um or to to really own it and then just to be in a space where i'm accepting it and living it and sharing that with others um that's dope yes and i'm grateful absolutely so what what example what's an example of a vision that you've ma- manifested in your personal life? We're going to talk about professional in a minute, but like in your personal life, have there, uh, personal life has mm-hmm. there been something where you said like, I see that, and then you were like, I will that, and I, I and, and you took the steps to do it to, to bring mm-hmm. it to fruition. I would say for me, just getting married and building a home, and I feel like as a kid, like I've never felt that home like I never felt homely in my home like Mm -hmm. and I never felt like it was mine like I'll of course you live with your parents but I never felt like it was mine so just making a home for myself and my family and just building that and making that somewhere special and that I call my my own and shit paying my bills (laughs) (laughs) what about you Riley oh I thought you were next no Mm -mm. Y'all not gonna pass the baton no, on me. Are. Are I feel like I should just go last because I was like still gathering my thoughts. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think this last trip that I've taken, Afropunk was one. Oh my, oh, oh my, oh, Afropunk was amazing. If anybody has ever sought out a space to be unapologetically themselves while having a good time and meeting everybody and seeing people you see on Instagram doing the same damn thing you doing, mm. listening to your favorite artists and just chilling. 
take your ass to Afropunk because that was such a mind-blowing experience. And the way that I went to Afropunk, I was in a a group of 11 women from across the nation. We Mm. had people from North Carolina, Philly, Cali, here in Vegas, just come together in D.C., and just we we took we rented out of Airbnb. We sat on the stoop, yes, kicked it, and it, it was just one of those experiences of sisterhood that was just so memorable. Like I will, like you know, God willing, I have kids. Like I would encourage them, like take y'all asses, whatever the little Airbnb is of y'all time, and go experience it. Go experience each other in a way that's just about joy. That's mm-hmm. about talking that's about sisterhood about womanhood and you know we have people from different socioeconomic classes you know but we all made it a point we were all able to be there Mm -hmm. so and because it was 11 of us it was affordable Mm -hmm. for everybody so um that's something that in my head I really told my cousin like yeah I want to go to Afropunk Mm -hmm. and we were looking at other countries because that's initially how we're going to go somewhere else and I was like no we need to go to Brooklyn let's figure out how to make this happen and then it was like, well, we should disinvite some people. Like, let's you invite five, I invite five. Let's make it happen. Right. And it just, it, it was such a beautiful experience. So that's something I visually saw and said, let's figure out how to make this happen. And we mm-hmm. had the best popping ass group chat in Dang. the process. So <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, it was just like, I just like, oh, that experience was amazing. Yes. Now y'all, Riley. y'all had enough time now. I, I went already. I was okay. So what you were talking about? See, no, don't don't do that. <laughs> no, um, for me, it's just of course, um, getting out there, being even more social, um, really tapping in with people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, different groups, different class. Because I know people from literally all walks of life. So for me. Of course, being buried in work all the time, always working, always on the grind, it's like taking time for family, for friends, because the last few years, you know, with running the business, it's, that's been hard for me. So I've been making a point to do that. And it's, and it's happened, and it's been great, because like you said, when, once you're in it, and you really realize, like, oh my gosh, and you reflect back, you're like, this is what I needed. You yeah. know, those hard times, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the times I wanted to cry, it's like, I just need to be around my, pa- you my family. You have to take a step back. Like, like they the say, charge. Mm-hmm. The pool. I need to be around some love today, mm-hmm. yeah. love. <laughs> And you don't realize how much and how refreshing that is, mm-hmm. and then you and get so you back and you can get priority. back to business and be what you need to be, but sometimes when you're giving, giving, giving so much of mm-hmm. yourself, you have to step back and, and take some in, because you can only give so much. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've been really working on that, and, and I've seen a lot of changes once mm-hmm. I had to step back. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you can't be at everything. You can't support everyone all the time. You know, you just have to, like, map things out. And so for me, that's yeah. been a big deal. That's that's so mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what were those your vision when starting your business? And, you know, whether that be our podcast, your you know, your boutique. What was your vision when you started it? And has that evolved? Has that changed at all? Um, absolutely. So, like I said, I come from the fashion background wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I love every piece of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it was just something about when I worked in retail. So I used to work for BB. Mm-hmm. And I always compare things to BB. And of course, you know, you have your higher end mm-hmm. brands and things like that. But I love the the work ethic of the women there. Um, mm-hmm. the, the style, you mm-hmm. know, they, they were on you. And it's like, 
then I didn't appreciate it. Right. Once I got my own business, I said, I need girls like the girls that used to work at BB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. If they used to work at BB or work at Starbucks, mm-hmm. they know. Right. And, and oddly Starbucks, enough, Starbucks, they're so comparison. far different. Mm-hmm. But the customer service you have to have, um, the professionalism that you have to have. The expectations. Both of them, the expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever dealt with somebody at 530 in the morning mm-hmm. when they want their the coffee, coffee and they don't mm-hmm. want to work? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so... You, you never know what may come to the door, but it's always keeping it great, keeping a smile on your face, um, finding out what it is that that client needs and, and servicing them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when you switch that over into clienteling, and you know, because that's, of course, what we focus on, when you see the joy that you bring to people, like, mm-hmm. of, of course, when mm-hmm. our yeah. sipping shop, like, yeah. we never expected them mm-hmm. to be near crying yeah. and, you know, yeah. expressing themselves, but they feel good on the inside, they feel mm-hmm. good on the outside, they look good, they feel good. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's it's a great experience. Yeah. So that was that was pretty it for me. Um, and it and of course it's grown. You know, going into it, I said, I tell people all the time, having a boutique, it's probably about seventy percent of your personal staff. So we can all three have boutiques, mm-hmm. and we may have maybe two items of the same. Right. Other than that, it's your style, it's my style, it's their style. You know, so it's very mm-hmm. different. Um, and then of course you cater to what you know people will buy. So that's exactly. the other thirty percent. Mm-hmm. So my style was very different. So from someone else's. So then you had to get in, you had to step back. Of course, like I said, you have to step outside mm-hmm. of yourself sometimes and look at the whole big picture and say, okay, who am I catering to? How can I better service them? Mm-hmm. And then you go according to that. Yeah. Right? I think that's a, that's a big message is the vision. If your vision does involve an audience, being able to have your mm-hmm. perspective and also being interested in understanding theirs. Right. I think that can get lost in a lot of businesses, at least when you, especially when I feel like I have negative experiences with businesses that I see like you're passionate about what you're doing, but you're only thinking about it from your perspective right. mm-hmm. and from business. It is important for you to understand and know what your vision is, but you also do have to be attuned and make it a priority to understand the intricacies of your consumers mm-hmm. perspective Absolutely. and needs and mm-hmm. wants and even their insecurities and mm-hmm. all these different things. So you can be cur- around the curve addressing those things. Mm. That's true. What about you, Mimi? Mm. Ghetto and Godly, I, we started out as a podcast and I yeah. just, that was it. I know that the podcasting was a vehicle that was going to take us different places, but radio was not one of mine. I think we would transition into radio. So that vision has manifested be- beyond be- right, right beyond my dreams and it's gonna go even further so yeah yeah i would I'm, say the same i think even just with you know me personally sound that's something i just enjoyed doing with my friends and so to really see it as a business and understanding my vision for it is in a lot of places right now and right. really being able to kind of um not like i have to focus on one but prioritizing you know a few things to to make it be what God is telling, where God is is leading me for it to be. I think that's one thing that a part of my vision process is I've, I've, I've evolved in the approach that I take to having a vision of matter. Cause I'm a do it person. Like right. I'm like, okay, it's there. No one's going to tell me I can't do it. Like, okay, you tell me I can't do it. I'm going to go <laughs> do, it. do it. Yeah. Like, sure. okay. Thank you for your opinion. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You, you, you identified some holes in my plan, but okay, I'm going to go ahead and, and I'm going to fill those. Mm-hmm. But when thinking about approaching, the vision with just myself and now being in a space to, to, to loop God in from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I've evolved and how I manifest is I, I sit back, I say what I want, I extend that onto the universe, but I also ask of God to lead me where mm. God that's wills. And mm-hmm. I think that has changed more recently. Um, and I think that that has made my manifestation process more successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And more joy filled is because I'm not trying to at the end scramble and be like, hey, God, can you come uh, edit right. this real quick? It didn't work um, out. I wanted to. But can you come but in can and you, it now? But it's like when guys right here, you like, oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. I know I really said I wanted that, but I see what you're showing me here. So let me right. let me skirt, skirt over here mm-hmm. and, and make it happen. And I think, you know, having that partnership with God and then having a partnership with my sister in business, like it just makes things so much easier, easier and, mm-hmm. and more faithful faith-based because mm-hmm. I'm not worried. One thing I've been telling everybody that I, that has been in the center of my meditation is I was watching some video, some on Instagram and uh, I wish I knew what, so I could, I'll, if I find it, I'll share it. Um, but it was saying that you can't be worried and faithful at the same, at the same time. They don't go right. together. Mm-hmm. And so I have n- over the last three weeks, I ain't been worried about shit. Mm-hmm. Right. I know that's right. And that's an active choice I had to make because mm-hmm. I, I come from a family of warriors. Mm-hmm. So I, and even in it, and what's crazy is the process of me not worrying has freed others from some of their mm-hmm. worry. Mm-hmm. So that energy rubs off. off. Energy, I was going to mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. I almost missed my whole damn flight back to the U.S. <laughs> and sometimes, you, you know, you can't worry about things you can't control. Control, you yes. Sometimes, yeah. you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you just got to throw it Give it, it to God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what? I tried. Right. I'm doing it. Listen. But like, look, Lord. You have the last <laughs> say so. <laughs> So have you feel like, do you, do you all believe? Cause I know, you know, we talk about spirituality. Do you believe that you have like angels or or guidance that you receive? Have you received any of that when in the process of you manifesting? When we say manifesting, I guess we should back up. Is that, you know, walking through the steps of bringing something to fruition, bringing something about to your life that you visualize, you thought about it, you visualize it and you, you walked in it, you made it come true for you. Yeah. So do you feel like we have angels? Is that the question? well one do you feel like you have angels and two like how like give me an example of something of you know what I mean how has that intervened in the process of you manifesting Um, well for me um I am very spiritual um I I remember being at our old location we were like in a terrible space Mm. terrible space I won't mention them because they suing me right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, it'd be uh, like that. It's yeah. business, right? It's yeah. Business. yeah. <laughs> you know, we were in a, a bad space, and I just remember walking in my store and, like, and I walk in my business and I, I pray every day, mm. you know, just let it be successful, Lord. You know, mm. whatever, give me the, the wisdom and the knowledge to mm. be able to be all that I can be to give and, you know, to pour mm. into my business. But that was it. I was, I was doing that. And I just remember being in, in there, and I walked in one morning and I said, Look, right in the middle of the floor. Lord, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mm. know what else you want me to do. I don't know where to go from here. You know, I'm I'm appreciative of the experience of the, of the of the business of everything we have, but Lord, we not making no money. And, uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> we real. can't eat without it's no real. money. It's real because yeah. and a lot gotta, of business owners are afraid to talk about absolutely, that moment. Absolutely, but it's real. It's so real. And then you got to know when the when the shit and get off the pot. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't know. I, I really, I just don't know. I don't know where to go from here. I, I'm putting everything out there. I'm doing everything. I'm doing a lot of footwork. I'm doing, you know, advertising. I don't know where to go from here. So mm. I just need guidance and I need clear guidance. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, because I can't even afford to hire nobody. It was, mm-hmm. it was terrible. Like mm-hmm. literally this, I just, <laughs> this puts it in perspective. My rent was $1,800. Mm-hmm. Average monthly, we was bringing in maybe like $4,000. Mm-hmm. That's broke. Yeah, you get that. That's you broke. That's no making absolutely no money. Like, because if the rent is eighteen hundred, and then you talking about utilities and everything else, cam fees, all these other fees that they charge you, 
And then on top of that, you're talking about buying inventory. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. It's not, you know, it's nowhere else to go from there. So I was praying, I was praying, and I said, you know what? I, I said, I can't do it all by myself. Mm-hmm. I hired somebody. It was so crazy. So that happened maybe like um, three weeks later, I ended up hiring a girl. I was paying her what I could. I was literally working another job just to pay her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. You know, mm-hmm. I was working another job just to pay her. And I said, um, my friend called me and said, hey, you know, since you got help, let's go to lunch. I said, all right, cool. Mind you, I have been out this business since we opened on a Friday right. in the middle of the day. So we went to Town Square, and um, we were sitting there having lunch, and it just started stirring in me. Mm. And I said, uh, I'll be right back. My girl was like, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go to the leasing office to see, you know, mm-hmm. what it takes to get in here. I said, because I don't know, you know. I, I said, but at least this will give me something to work towards because I know where I'm at isn't working for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I went in the office, and uh, I said, I was like, you know, I'm just curious. You know, this is my business, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And, and my leasing agent said, uh, she's like, yeah, I know you. She said, didn't you have blonde hair last week? I watched your, I watched your, your, uh, your lives and stuff. Your boutique. <laughs> I said, yeah, that was me. She was like, oh, okay. I said, well, I'm just curious. You know, I said, I, I, I don't know if I can move forward right now because of where I am. I said, mm-hmm. but this is, this is my business and this is the vision that I have for it. I, mm-hmm. I know it can grow because there's no way I can go do a, a jazz festival and, and sell three, $4,000 in a day. Mm. Yeah. You know, and then mm. here I am making nothing. I said, I know it. It, it must just be the location. I, I can't do anything here. Um, and she said, well, I got a space available. This is what it costs. I said, can I write you a check right now? Or mm. Right. Because I knew that right then and there. Mm. You I just knew, know. This was yeah. it. Yeah. He wouldn't have brought me this far. And exactly. then, you know, of course, they had to see paperwork. It was a lot of, a lot of money that we had to show them that we could even, you know, yeah. bring, um, bring it yeah. out mm. there um, and, and stay afloat. So... <laughs> I said, yeah. you know, here my family were. They were like, oh, were you sure? Are you sure? And I was not worried. Like mm-hmm. you said, I wasn't mm-hmm. worried at all. I said, it's for me. That's it got to be for me because yeah. the Lord would have took me there. Yeah, it's for real. me. Yeah. I, and listen, and there I, we are. Two and years I think later. And that's, that's such a big part of vision, right? Is realizing and accepting what is for you and mm-hmm. what is not. Mm-hmm. Not running from one to the other, but realizing this is not for me. Right. And then mm-hmm. understanding this is for me. Mm-hmm. And being able to walk into it. That's ooh, that's real. Give me chills. That's Shit. real. He'll put it there for you. So. I don't want to say he or she. I don't yeah. want to offend right. No, it's what you believe. That's yeah. just my belief. The, you know? most high, the, the most high. The most high. The most high. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what what has been the reward since you've, you know, started to take steps, you know, Mimi, too, and, and walking into that, that vision and manifesting? What have been some rewards in, mm. in that process? You know, I just feel like when you're in a space and you're in a place where you're supposed to be, where God has guided you to be, he going to provide. Mm-hmm. Like kind of to piggyback off of what Riley was saying, I left a comfortable space that I was in, Solano's, mm-hmm. off of Green Valley and Sunset in Henderson. I wanted to make a move more central. That didn't work out. I stayed there for a week. I decided I got to take my ass home and do business from home until I figure out something else because I'm not going to continue to bounce from place to place. Right. So I found a space kind of like what she, what Riley was saying. And it just felt right. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's expensive, but I know that this is for me. You just right. have that feeling in that inner gut and the most high just telling you like, this is for you. I need you to make this leap and I'm going to provide for you whatever mm-hmm. you need. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just trust me on this. So, um, yeah. That's pretty much my story too. What what was the question? <laughs> you see how she doing me? Don't even be listening to me. <laughs> Don't even be listening. I said, what have been some of the rewards? Oh, just 
hmm, business is, is picking up, you know. And what's your business? Because you ain't playing Oh, yourself. Makeover by Mimi. I am a master esthetician. I do eyelash. I'm an eyelash. Let me stop saying I do eyelashes. I'm an eyelash technician, okay? okay. There I we do. Go. I do facials, awful facials, dermaplane facials, chemical pills, waxing services. So um, you can follow Makeover by Mimi. I'm here. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> My early plug. <laughs> so what are some, some lessons that, you know, we've learned through the process of manifestation? Mm. I think we've talked about, maybe hinted at a couple. Are there any other lessons that you, you've learned in the process? I think for me, the definitely the provision part is to ask for God to provide and protect mm-hmm. and that is what shall be um I think and also to be resourceful mm-hmm. to barter right mm-hmm. to not if you don't have whatever this dollar amount is to not to to mm-hmm. owe it to yourself to ask if there are any other options mm-hmm. right. I think don't, don't that's let that important. discourage you yeah I mean you can still value yourself in mm-hmm. that process but really be able to just see your provisions in other ways than monetary mm-hmm. funds well, that's I, right. I feel like that's so important in business, too, because it's kind of like I scratch your back, you scratch my back. You exactly. Know? And like you said, everything's not always about the dollar. Yeah. And you never know mm. where that opportunity, that opportunity or working with that from, person. You exactly. Know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it, being honest about your situation, because mm-hmm. if you go, you front like you're good and you're not. Mm-hmm. Right. Good ain't going to the good help ain't going to come. Right. 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 And I think that's something mm-hmm. that I think that that's just what I, I value about, especially growing businesses or businesses who are re, businesses who are reestablishing themselves mm-hmm. is the ones that are just honest about, it. you know, it sells anywhere I like mm-hmm. them to be. It, well, it's, but, hard, it's hard sometimes, you know, because Cause you can't tell your business to everybody. You can't too. tell your business to everybody and everybody don't want to see you win. Mm, exactly. Family, mm-hmm. friends. I've lost them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, sometimes you just got to say, all right. You know, and it, and it hurts. It Like I said, it definitely hurts, but sometimes you have to do that. And, you know, you can put it out there. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard because when it's your business it's and when your it's your baby, baby yeah. and you're working mm-hmm. on it. You're I think vision so does hard. require vulnerability, mm-hmm. though. True. It, True. And it, it's in balance, right? Okay, mm-hmm. here the Libras at. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but it is because the, you can't be cold and you close. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be that because nobody is going to be able to, to see Right. Where those who are there to support, they're not going to be able to see where they can that help. could be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think it's it's still in the space <laughs> of you have to protect your, your interests. Your, your, uh-huh. you, you have to protect, you have your, to protect your own your investment. Interests. Absolutely. Yes. So how? Um, hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of good. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like oh, where to go next? Um, but how aligned is your vision with the culture that you're trying to create? Mm. Do you feel like the vision of what you have right now today for, you know, whether that be Ghetto and Godly, the radio show, you know, Alter Ego Boutique, uh, the Solar System, Makeover by Mimi. Do you feel like that aligns with the culture of, you know, what it, what your vision, what your what vision, vision is? is? Hmm. I absolutely feel like Ghetto and Godly, the radio show, does align with it. Mm. Is there areas of opportunity? Absolutely. Absolutely. But as far as us being on the right track. Yeah. Yeah, you and I were talking about that earlier. You know, I think Mimi and I, 
we both see it right and get on guy like mm-hmm. this is uh, this is really a space that's right. valuable but when it comes to the figuring out like the intricacies and really being vulnerable i think is really where we have the mm-hmm. most opportunity and in, in mm-hmm. getting our shit together yeah, is right. being vulnerable to do the things that like we just would sporadically do and like, make that sounds crazy like, but if but it like, sounds crazy go do just it like, we need to go do it and being <laughs> consistent with that mm-hmm. and so you know that's for us that's a part of you know my process and you know manifesting where you know next question where do we what do we want to manifest for the remainder of the year to me i want to i want to create a more solid space mm-hmm. a more engaging space for ghetto and golly and i know that that's gonna take me to be vulnerable as a as me as, as sola yeah. uh as well as us to be vulnerable as business and you know sisters in business and in in engaging resources that we never mm-hmm. thought of and really being able to to listen to god yeah and let, let god lead the process that's true what about you riley with the remainder of 2018 well, Where do we see Alter Ego Boutique? Because listen, you don't know who's listening. <laughs> I know, this- well, you know, it's it's some uh, great things coming for Alter Ego Boutique. It's some big changes coming, okay. um, and of course, you know, styling and getting some of these new divas. All right, in there. Okay, so um, just a lot of growth, um, changing in the style everything so we're we're definitely creating a space where women don't only come to shop but they come to get that experience um where they feel good they look good they can sit they can Mm -hmm. chit chat Mm -hmm. you know it's it's almost i want it to be almost like the atmosphere of the barbershop for the man yeah yeah or the hair salon Mm -hmm. for the woman but Mm -hmm. it's like get that same feeling Mm -hmm. you come have your cocktail you you know, you get your outfit, you feel good, and you're ready to go slay the evening or whatever yeah, the event right. may be. Come on, I'm here for it. If here I do now. some more crutches, can I be a model? <laughs> if I, you know, yeah, suck it out. You better claim and your put vision. It. Okay. And, and, and put it, and put it, put it where we need to put it, okay? Because I'm trying to model for alter ego. Uh, <laughs> come on through. Oh, goodness. Mimi, what you trying to manifest for the remainder of 2018? Oh, my gosh. Um... As far as ghetto and godly, we, you know, we talked about stepping it up and yeah. like you said, just becoming more vulnerable and creating a bigger platform for every, for all women and men yeah. too, yeah, mm-hmm. um, to share our space with us and just be ghetto and godly. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we only got a couple minutes left, but we're going to do a little Solo T update. Solo in the City update. So you are still doing Solo in the City, y'all. Yeah, so we're going to figure out how to get me on a date somehow. (laughs) Uh, But I did want to give another shout. I wanted to give a shout out to Score Clothing. That's who did my t-shirt today. The back of it says, um, read it for me, girl. Dream. You know I'm a reader song. Dream, pursue, score. Dream, pursue, score. And this brand just really aligns with, you know, the whole mission of what our conversation was about today. Um, So make sure you check uh, him out. Dominic, he owns a great brand, Chicago-based. Excuse me. Uh, at Score Clothing. Uh, I'll make sure to put something in our, our Instagram story uh, at Ghetto and Godly on Instagram. So make sure you stay tuned there. I'm also going to just make a couple of videos tomorrow because we don't have time to get into the details of my trip. But I do have some really interesting stories. And maybe, you know, throughout uh, this season, I'll share some tidbits here yes. and there. But we had we had some wild experiences. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. We, we kind of had to push through. Like everybody wasn't welcoming to us. And being a black woman in these spaces mm-hmm. was very different. So, um, we'll, 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 we'll more to come on that. Yes. Okay. More to come on to be that. Continued. To be continued. <laughs> um, you know, a couple one Las Vegas event this week. So soul in the city is going to, you know, this segment is really going to evolve to a space for me to kind of tell you all what's going on with me, 
my dating life as well as the events oh. that I go to and attend. So I look forward to that every week. Um, but but the, it's non-existent right now. But hopefully we'll get some something, some, something there to, to report no, back on. Man. But we do have a sip and shop coming up. Yes. So Alter Ego Boutique, to, uh, you know, and the Solar System are hosting uh, yes. another sip and shop uh, this Saturday, actually, from yep. 2 to 6 p.m. at Alter Ego Boutique. Um, so make sure you're following A Ego uh, Boutique on Instagram as well as the Solar System to find more details we're gonna have some wine some more drinks. Yes. the cheese be a great i'm hit. here for the cheese See, that's some. why i can't i can't be a model you can be a <laughs> I model can't leave you the can cheese be a model where you at i love it <laughs> <laughs> i like to eat <laughs> well there's gonna be you know also some giveaways and sales and i'll, I'll be doing some styling we we do what we call a little runway yep. so um it's gonna be a great it's time a great so event. please please come out um, it's really about building confidence and also treating yourself in the Treat season. Yourself. In the season. So one last time before we go, please, Riley, boss lady, let us know where we can <laughs> find you. Um, Alter Ego Boutique here in Town Square. Um, we are south of the Las Vegas Strip. We are right across from Apple. Um, and we are three doors down from California Pizza Kitchen. So we are pretty easy to find right in the front. We're not all in the back. We're in the front. Oh, nope. Make that <laughs> she, clear. Okay. Said, no, because you know, a lot of people, you know, they come they go the back to Blue theater, Martini. To Martini. Yep. So they always come in and like, oh, are you by Blue Martini? I'm like, no, we're across in the, front. the park. Across <laughs> the park, <laughs> girl. So, um, yeah, so that's it. And also, you know, I noticed like some of my friends are on um, mm-hmm. Instagram. So you were shouting out Soulful Young. Yeah, they're great uh, fried rice. So they're yeah, watching. it's National Fried Rice Day. So make sure yeah, you go yeah. get go Soul Food. Young. You get some catfish and some fried rice all in the same all damn the place. Same so don't place. don't don't miss out. <laughs> uh, well, Riley, thank you so much for joining us. Thank this has been Queen. a great opportunity. Thank, thank you for, for kicking me. season three off with us again. Yay. Season three is all about what's on repeat. The Ghetto and Godly playlist. Um, so. Oh, Lord, I need some water. Make sure to <laughs> tune in every Monday from 6 to 7 Pacific Standard Time on the Hot 702.5, whether you're on the Mixler app or www.hot7025fm.com. Your favorite co host, Auntie Mimi and Sola T, signing off. Have Bye a ghetto y'all. and godly week, y'all. <laughs> it's been great. Nope, he started singing after. Girl, you know I can't sing. After we start. <laughs> Trying to.